Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Lights Out, a foreign horror film podcast. I'm KJ. On this week's episode, I'm going to be reviewing two vampire horror films. <laughs> One's a Australian horror film called Blood Vessel, and the other is an Irish comedy called Boys from County Hell. <laughs> this past week, um, Boys from County Hell uh, was released on Shudder, and it's a 2021 release, so it's a new horror film. And I had it on, you know, my radar to watch, and I decided to check it out last week. I think it dropped on either Tuesday or Thursday. I forget what I think it was Thursday actually. And I was planning on watching and reviewing it, and then I decided why not make it kind of a double feature because it's a vampire film, and I've actually had Blood Vessel on my radar. I've had it on my uh, watch list for about mm, six months now since I think it came out this past July in 2020 on Shudder. It's a 2019 film that actually ran some, uh, went through some film festivals. So it's a 2019 film, but released in the U.S. for everybody at least, um, 2020. And yeah, I've heard some decent things about it. So I had that on my watch list. And then when I, yeah, when I decided to watch Boys from County Hell, I just, you know, I said, why not make it a, you know, watch two films this week and watch two vampire films. Uh, flicks you know I actually I'm not a huge you know I don't know I'm not a huge vampire you know lover of film you know film lover but I don't know I don't mind vampire films <laughs> but yeah so I'm gonna start off first with probably again you know the, like I did last week the one I probably liked least out of the two I'm gonna start off with Blood Vessel so like I said Blood Vessel is a yeah it's a 2020 U.S. release it came out in um july i believe and you know came out on shutter for all to see and yeah it's a it's a very low budget horror film it's an australian horror film um but it's actually set in world war ii and you know it's just about a group of a mixed kind of group of people you know we got some australians russian a russian character american british and they're all just kind of on this lifeboat <laughs> after i think just i don't even know their plane was shot down or something i don't even remember actually the whole details of that you get a little bit of their backstory but yeah they're just kind of drifting in the ocean and then they um come to this big ship this uh nazi ship that seems deserted and then they end up encountering vampires on the ship and yeah that's a very good premise for a film i actually like i knew the premise going into this film didn't really read any reviews didn't um watch any trailers but I really liked that premise. I think that's a really cool premise for a film. You know, it's simple. It's just, you know, a small B-movie, B-horror movie. And I don't, like, you know, I don't want to say B-horror film, like, and use that as a negative. Because there's a lot of really good B-movies. But this is definitely kind of an example of a B-movie where it's just, it's very low budget. Um, and that's not a bad thing, you know. But they, I could tell the filmmakers put a lot of care into this film, which I really appreciate it. A lot of like my pros for this film, which we're going to get into some spoilers for both films. Uh, sorry, I could have mentioned that from the beginning. But the big thing I liked, I really liked the production design for this film and the costumes and like more of the makeup and, um, you know, design of the film. So you're set in World War II back, you know, years back. And the film really feels, you kind of do feel that the atmosphere and the setting, you know, like I said, it's set just, you know, in the ocean, very dark i'm assuming <laughs> you know it was filmed in australia i don't know if it was on like a set you know or if it was actually filmed you know in i don't want to say in the ocean but i don't think so but 
you know, I don't know really actually filmed it out, you know, really all that, but you do get the sense of just like isolation, you know, out in the ocean, it's real dark. And then when I really liked, you know, they actually used like a ship and just that alone, just, you know, it was very dark and creepy and they used, you know, red lighting quite a bit, you know, when they showed, you know, ex you know, uh, shots from a distance of, you know, whole shots of the ship that you could see a lot of like red lighting. So it was a lot of just kind of a eerie, spooky vibe, I would say. The acting in the film is okay. <laughs> it's not the best acting in the world, but you kind of, you know, you get some, you know, depth to the characters and you know a little bit about them and, you know, you, you learn some stuff in the beginning that happens towards the end of the, you know, comes back around towards the end of the film. And yeah, so I would definitely say, you know, with the vampires and you get a lot of, there's three main vampires in this film. You know, you got the older, you know, kind of like a vampire husband and wife and then a daughter basically. And actually a lot of like, um, what I liked about this film was that they used, you know, actual like makeup and practical, you know, effects for this film. And it was, I believe no CGI. I don't think they had the budget for that, but yeah. You, and you get to see actually the vampires, which doesn't really come till the third act. I will say, you know, you get to see the, the younger daughter first and you would get scenes of, you know, you see her as just a regular young little girl. And then, yeah, you would end up seeing her as a vampire, but they use more of their, the money towards the, the main vampire, the dad, the husband, the old vampire, I guess. And yeah, he, he could, I don't want, I don't want to be too hard on his makeup and his look, but at times he almost had like a, looked like he was wearing a pig mask at times, you know, just with his ears and the way his mouth was shaped. But I don't know, it didn't bother me too much. And you do get a got a lot of, you know, close ups on him, you know, in the beginning, when you first see him, I thought they would just kind of show him, you know, just sporadically throughout the film, just to, you know, not put the camera on him too much. So you wouldn't, you know, see the negatives and what they couldn't do with him but they actually really you know he actually has dialogue in this film which i wasn't expecting so yeah i'm like i said it's a very low budget film but i really i don't know i, I enjoyed it for what it was you know it's very kind of middle down the road um type of film and i actually i think this would be a good like halloween movie to watch i was thinking that while i was watching because it, it kind of just gave you that vampire uh halloween type vibe watching this like i could definitely see you know during october if you're kind of watching some horror films and just you know have a list you know making your way through marathoning through films and i think this would be a good film to watch you know it's 90 minutes it's not too long it's your typical 90 minute horror film but i think it does give you that halloween just kind of monster creature you know vibe for a film which i liked <laughs> overall i thought it was really well done and i liked how they kind of went through some like romanian like vampire lore and i liked how the vampires basically once they bit their characters and then was able to you know get some of their blood they're basically once they had you know a character's blood in them the vampires they were able to control them and then you know kind of do mind tricks on them and i thought that was kind of a different you know cool um turn of events you know just something different with it you know you're just used to vampire films just you know the vampire and then you know they i guess they can control your mind when you see them you know at times but this was from a distance where they were able to control them you know once they had their blood in them and yeah so with you know like i said i wanted to get into a little bit of spoilers and 
I like the film, you know, basically no one makes it out alive in this film. You know, it's kind of got a grim ending to it and a little bit of a twist. So you got your characters, like I said, you got like an American, you got a Russian character, Aussie character. Um, one of them's like a cook. And you got, you have one female character, Miss um, Prescott, I believe is her name. And you find out in the beginning that she had a daughter who passed away. You find out another character, I think the American, where he had his, his ex-wife who's having a child got remarried but i think he says that she believed him to be dead and he just wanted to see her one more time you hear a little bit about the russian character and you know throughout the film you get some good scenes where the vampires you know once they're released so you get to see the coffin of the main guy he's you know they were holding him they had him like you know in a coffin chained up and of course these um <laughs> Uh, characters release him basically you know they just don't leave it there but I thought that was a good practical effects too where you see a lot of you know the coffin and you get some really good just some um, you know markings on the on the coffin just looked really ancient and I really appreciate that just small little you know details of that right there that I thought was pretty cool but once he gets released you know to the ship that's when he starts you know kind of messing with him I guess you could say you know before the uh, Miss Prescott dies, you know, they trap the younger daughter kind of in this room and they're going to set her on fire. And then the younger daughter shapeshifts to her daughter, basically, you know, and then and her using her, you know, kind of mind control and Miss Prescott seeing her daughter, you know, about to get burnt alive. I thought that was pretty cool, you know, twists and turns there. And then the one guy a little bit later when he's about to, he encounters the, the mom vampire, I guess I'll call her she turns into his ex-wife and you know you know it's just stuff like that you know it's just you know i guess it's kind of a little bit cliche but you get some good scenes there and you get some pretty good kills too <laughs> which i wasn't expecting for being a low budget film i think when he kill, you know when the younger girl dies she gets lit on fire and you know that right there was pretty good effects you know it actually looked like someone was you know lit on fire and then when the guy kills the mom vampire you know basically like she's his ex-wife and then you know when he realizes he's being you know mind controlled and um he sees her back as the vampire form and then he basically kills her and ends up like kind of just you know hacking her head off with uh <laughs> you know like um i don't even know what i'm thinking right now but yeah he ends up just killing her and kind of chopping her head off and right there you see that too and those were pretty good practical effects as well and then yeah, the ending of the film, too, when you get a big twist is that, you know, Miss Prescott was bit, and then you see her kind of, the main uh, vampire kind of go after her, where he's going to, you know, basically devour her, and you think she's pretty much dead. But she ends up showing up again at the end of the film when the one guy's going to get off, you know, the Russian guy, <laughs> um, sacrifices himself to blow up the entire ship because he was already bit, and he knows he's pretty much done. And he's going to blow up the entire ship. And he tells the one guy to just, you know, save himself. And as he's getting off the ship, he runs into Miss Prescott. Even though I knew, I was like, okay, you know, she's obviously, you know, they already showed that the vampires have her blood. So, and you got the scene where he was pretty much about to eat her. <laughs> and I figured that it wasn't actually Miss Prescott or she was turned. They both jump off the ship. And you get the big ending when they're in the water and then she basically you see that she's a vampire now and she just bites the guy and then <laughs> kills him and then he just sinks below 
and you see <laughs> you get a lot of close-ups on his face and you know he's just like ah <laughs> sinking down into the bottom of the ocean and then she, they end up getting saved by i think the british and they ask her you know she's all wrapped up in towels and they say did anybody survive and she says no and kind of just has this evil look to the camera and yeah it's just your typical Hol uh, hollywood your typical horror ending you know kind of uh you know these obviously she's gonna wreak havoc on these um british you know sailors basically and yeah yeah i don't know i liked it there was a good explosion effect too when they blow up the ship you know you actually get a you know a good wide shot of the whole ship exploding and i don't know how they did that i don't know if, i'm assuming they didn't blow up an entire ship maybe they used like a miniature ship the way they shot it and blew it up i'm not really sure but that was actually a really good scene too and yeah, like I said, the film, you know, it's a good, like, little horror film. <laughs> it's, yeah, just a little Australian horror film. And I've been watching a lot of Australian films lately, actually. And yeah, it's pretty good. I would say I would definitely kind of, you know, if you're into lower budget horror films, there's some really good, like I said, vampire uh, practical effects. And it's not CGI, which the next film I talk about, I think, has a little more CGI in it with maybe had a bigger budget. But you know, I don't know, it kind of, like I said, I don't even know if this is a knock too, but when I was watching it, I almost felt like this movie was made in the 80s or 90s, it just, maybe because it was a lower budget film, and I don't mean that as a knock against the film, but even though I know the film is set, you know, back in the day, but I almost felt like the movie was made in the 80s or something, it just had that kind of look, you know, the color grading, you know, just you know, the way that it was shy and the camera movement, it didn't feel like a 2020 film at all. It felt very much like an 80s, 90s film. And yeah, just, you know, kind of in the beginning, you get the font, you know, of the opening credits, and it's kind of got this vampire, like, old school Romanian font to it. And yeah, even the score, everything about it, I almost, I don't want to compare it to The Thing, but it almost even had a little bit of that vibe to it. You know, it's just these characters that stumble upon a ship and then they're basically, yeah, just trying to escape and kill this vampire. And yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it kind of just had this 80s, more of an 80s vibe to it, I would say. And again, that's not a knock to the director and the filmmakers. I actually kind of, if they went for that, I appreciate it. And I actually enjoyed that part of the film. So yeah, like I keep saying, I think the filmmakers, they put a lot of heart into this film, which you know again you can really see it through there there was a lot of care towards this film and i kind of you know i always really appreciate that watching a film you could tell the people behind it you know like horror you know like movies and yeah i don't know i hope people watch it and support it more i also thought too with the vampire you know i, I kind of mentioned it already but you know you kind of see a lot of like his fingers and you know his nails they're real long and you get a lot of good shots of you know hand movement i guess you could say and i don't know it kind of like again it just gave you that you know horror you know monster vibed and i don't know again just watching it kind of even though right now what is it april i just felt like i was back in october which is my favorite month of the year and you know just kind of sitting down on a fall day watching a horror movie it kind of just kind of transported me a little bit watching this film even though it's spring right now i just felt like watching this film it really just gave me those horror you know classic horror vibes you know low budget something you would watch you know on amc during monster fest or fear fest whatever they call it during halloween 
and yeah that's kind of just what i got out of this film which i really appreciate it so even though it's lower budget there's things you can nitpick with it you know like i said the acting is not always great not you know just it's a lower budget film so you kind of just have to go in with that you know expectation even though it's 90 minutes you know i guess they, there was some certain parts where maybe maybe just dragged a little bit you know kind of just you know just kind of was you know going a good pace and then kind of you know something would happen or they would just you know the dialogue you know kind of just take it a little bit out and just kind of slow it down a little bit but overall yeah this is a pretty good solid film and i hope more people check out it is it's streaming right now on shutter called blood vessel so you know if anyone's looking for a vampire flick <laughs> i keep saying flick you know check it out i think it's a good film to watch and yeah so now i want to move into the next film i watched this past week that's called boys from county hell and i just heard about this film when i was uh, doing some research for some april releases and i saw you know this i would say shutter is kind of promoting this film pretty well you know i you know saw a lot of promotion for it you know on social media uh, some youtubers talking about it and i believe yeah this film did come out in 2020 it did a little bit of film festivals you know virtual film festivals but basically it's a 2021 release in the u.s came out on shutter so yeah it's a newer film and i really really enjoyed this film actually this is another vampire horror film more of a horror comedy i would say but again this is kind of just like a fun riot film i would say you know i had a really good time watching this film it's another 90-ish minute film but you're pretty much introduced you know to these um this film is set in ireland it's a small irish town you're you know, introduced to these characters living in a small village. And I liked the setup where it's just this small village that is really taking advantage of um, Stoker, I believe, who wrote Dracula. Um, they said he visited this city and, you know, he saw these <laughs> rocks that basically was like a tomb for a vampire. And that's where he got, you know, his inspiration to write Dracula and yeah they really much have like taken advantage of that and really you know there's they survive a little bit off of it and tourists coming to see this area the main pub that's in there is called the stroker and it's even decorated you know you know has dracula on the <laughs> outside of it you know to for people that come see it and just decorate it kind of like a halloween themed almost bar pub and yeah it's just a smaller <laughs> irish village and there's a lot of just like irish you know witty humor in this film which i really liked you know actually you know it actually brought me back a little bit because ireland was the last trip i took in 2019 before um the pandemic hit and i had a really good time visiting ireland and i hope maybe one day go back so you know seeing this film you know it's you know it's obviously it's an irish film with irish characters and i feel like it really you know shows you know irish humor and just you know they're known for their wit and humor and just being fun individuals i would say and you know watching that kind of just you know put a smile on my face you know thinking back to when i was in ireland and meeting people and you know going to the pub and stuff like that and just kind of had that vibe too which i really really liked i watched you know i think um i don't even know when when i first started this podcast i watched an irish film called extraordinaries and i enjoyed that film i you know i gave it a positive review but i almost feel like that film i think because it had an american actor i think it had will arnett in it or will forte was in it and i don't know if maybe he was like a producer on the film or just brought you know some of his ideas but even though that was an irish film i almost felt like that just had a little bit of american horror filmmaking in it a little bit i don't know how to describe it 
But this film, watching this film, I really felt like this was just like an Irish horror film, you know, made in Ireland, obviously with, you know, an Irish crew, you know, Irish writers. And that's kind of the, I've got more of like the small town Irish vibes from that, from this film, I would say, um, Boys from County Hell. And yeah, it's a pretty good story. You know, like I said, you're introduced to these characters, you know, they're just kind of living the simple life in Ireland, you know, Eugene, I think his friends, Will, um, his girlfriend, Claire, there's another friend kind of your comic relief called sp and i wasn't expecting will to die pretty early in the film you know he gets killed basically when he's they're kind of drunk and <laughs> you know that's kind of their typical daily life is going to the pub getting drunk and then you know working the next day and he ends up um dying pretty much on the rocks of where you know they said the vampires buried under and he ends up, you know, like I say, he just gets cut and bleeds basically into the rocks. And then he ends up getting killed by a bull. But he doesn't actually die, you find out in the film. You know, there's a twist where he's actually turned into a vampire. And his dad and mom are basically keeping him locked away in a room because they obviously, you know, can't kill him. They don't want to kill him. It's their son. And, yeah, but you, that happens early in the film. That's, I wasn't expecting it to go that route. I just thought it would be more silly. You know, I kind of saw some people comparing it to Shaun of the Dead. I think Shaun of the Dead is way more like slapstick silly. And this is more of just your witty humor with some gore and, you know, more horror elements, I would say. So I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, you kind of get the Shaun of the Dead vibes with this film, but I wouldn't call it like a ripoff or anything of that. Maybe it had some inspiration, who knows? I mean, that's a super popular film. <laughs> but so, yeah, like I said, you, you know, I'm trying to think what was, where was I at oh yeah so yeah you catch will yeah he dies early in the film and yeah you get this you know you get some good relationships in the film you know you have him, eugene and his relationship as pretty much best friends they even right before will gets killed because he's drunk he ends up there they're fighting and <laughs> because will plans on going to australia and then once he passes you have a good relationship with eugene and you know will's girlfriend claire and you kind of, I appreciate that it's just a platonic friendship, you know, a guy and a girl that just care about each other. They're not, you know, I thought maybe the film would go a route of, you know, maybe them being together, but it doesn't do that, which I actually really liked. You know, it just shows, you know, real life, you know, you know, a guy and a girl can be friends, basically. You don't see that all the time in films. There's always got to be like a relationship or just a little bit of awkwardness or just something to it. But you don't get that in this film, which I really liked. And you get a good relationship with Eugene and his dad. I think Francis is his name or Franchi, Frenchy or Francie or whatever he calls them. But they have like a strained relationship. The mom passed away. You don't find out how. I'm assuming with the vampire, basically. You just get a little bit of hints to it. But so, yeah, they have kind of a strained relationship. But the dads, you know, they're still on good terms and they talk to each other and they even work together. But the dad's just kind of like your tough you know, older guy where he shows no emotion, you know, whenever it would get to where you would think they would hug it out or have an emotional, maybe crying scene. He's just your tough guy. He's not going to do it. He's real tough on Eugene. <laughs> and there's even a scene in it when he goes for a hug. I think, you know, they have a moment, Eugene goes in, the, but Eugene goes for a hug, but <laughs> the dad's like, wait, what are you doing? Basically. And it's just little humor like that, that I really appreciate and <laughs> laughed out loud actually with it. But I liked the dad character, and he's just, like I said, he's, Eugene's kind of in this place where 
assuming he's in his middle mid to late 20s kind of still just figuring out what he wants to do doesn't really work but it can have he has pretty much a job with his dad if he wants and they're basically tearing down the area of where the rocks are like and like i said that's basically the towns you know a lot of tourists come to see these rocks that of uh, you know alleged va- old vampire is buried under and they're just gonna knock it down to build something he works in like construction and will like actually his parents live on the property that have the rocks but basically for some reason they're able just to kick them out so there's some tension there and yeah they're just basically these construction workers even claire works for him works for the dad so it's eugene claire um the dad and sp who's kind of your like i said comic relief he's your bigger guy <laughs> big beard you know drunk basically and i loved how a lot you know throughout the film all the time there but he's basically your character you just tell you always say shut up or f you too and <laughs> they basically constantly throughout the film are just like f off sp whenever he says something and talks they're just constantly just like throwing him under the table or just telling him to shut up or f off and i just I don't know every time they did that it just kind of cracked me up even when you know they're in serious when the vampire when the vampire comes out <laughs> and you know they're getting chased by him and stuff they're just constantly just like you know shut up sp and I kind of just every time that happened, I just really liked it. The film also opens really well where it's these, you know, and I actually liked the opening and I was like, OK, I really think I'm going to love this film because it's this older couple just, you know, hanging out, watching TV. And they're basically like, this sucks. And then the vampire basically can drain people of blood, which is a newer thing. I think at least I've never seen before, even if he know, he has to be a certain distance away but yeah they can you can just be hanging out and not even see the vampire be in contact with him but he'll just drain the blood suck the blood out of you basically and you'll just see the blood you know coming out of like their nose and eyes and just their bodies basically and that's the opening scene is this older couple and he's just kind of bleeding them dry and the door opens and they just look and scream and that sets you up to this film and then, yeah, it cuts back, you know, to the drama and to what happens. And then when they eventually knock over the rocks, you know, the vampires released <laughs> into the wild. And unlike Blood Vessel, this is more of your CGI. You, I think it's both CGI and practical effects and with the vampire. But it's pretty good. It's pretty creepy at times. And he's pretty ruthless. <laughs> so there's a lot of good gore and guts in this film, too. But yeah, overall, I just really liked, I thought it was just a fun, you know, funny, wit, witty, you know, horror comedy. You know, it doesn't overdo it. It's not too slapsticky, but, you know, it's kind of it has a pretty good overall balance, I would say. So I think this is a good film to check out, definitely. You know, if you're looking for, you know, a horror comedy, you know, just something to watch and have a fun time, you know, watching basically on like a Friday night or something. I don't think you can go wrong with this film. I thought this was pretty well done. And I liked, you know, kind of the spin on the vampire. Like I said, you know, it's just based, it's one vampire, but you like how he kind of just sucks the blood out of you and just, you know, different, you know, you know, I don't want to get too much into the plot, but, you know, it just has some good scenes, I would say, and some, you know, decent emotional scenes as well. And I thought like you probably could have made this movie a little bit longer to flesh out the characters a little bit more, you know, you just find out a little bit about them. And I feel like the ending again is a little bit abrupt you know it's basically you know they kill the vampire you know at the end of the day the eugene and his dad and bury him at the mom's house i think like under the rocks and it's kind of just like a quick wrap up to the end of the film and you know he says bye to claire and (laughs) that's kind of the end of the film i would say but you probably could have had a little bit more i don't know if maybe 
when they're whoever was writing this film maybe they had a hard time you know wrapping it up but overall i had a really fun time watching this film i hope more people do check it out that's called boys from county hell i think it's pretty solid film <laughs> and also too even there's a lot of good like long takes with this film you know it's not like one steady shot but there's some good long takes you know just kind of chaotic scenes when they're like when they first see the vampire basically he just like sticks his foot out, out of the ground and them just like scrambling and running into the house and then when they're trying to leave the house and like getting in the car it's just a lot of like not so much shaky cam but it's just kind of chaotic almost like you're watching you know like a um what are those films called not a mockument, not a documentary, but just your found footage type films, almost a little bit where it's just like you're seeing them running and it's chaotic, running into each other, falling down a little bit. And I kind of I like those scenes as well. It's, you know, you're kind of thrown into it as well. them escaping this vampire. I kind of, you know, thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's going to do it this week for, you know, this episode. Like I said, two horror films, two vampire films that I watched that's blood vessel and boys from county hell if you're in the u.s you could watch them both on a uh, shutter they're both streaming there and i'm assuming you can find them you know if you're living somewhere else i think boys from county hell since it's a newer release it may not be out everywhere yet but i would definitely put this on your watch list if that if it sounds like you're you know something you would like to watch i think you should check it out and yep that's gonna do it for this week's episode hope everyone's you know like i always say hope you're having a good solid week uh today's what today's one monday for me i'm gonna be releasing this on wednesday uh where i live right now it's starting to get a little bit nice outside you know it's springtime now <laughs> so coming out of it out of the winter it snowed actually the week before which was kind of odd for being in april i mean it happens but it was kind of depressing seeing snow <laughs> but weather's starting to look nice so hope you know you're checking out some horror films follow the podcast and me at lights horror pod I'm starting to tweet more from there. Just, you know, I was tweeting a lot, just, you know, kind of podcast business, <laughs> what I was, you know, um, podcast updates. But now I'm starting to tweet more of just, you know, even making out a little bit more of my personal Twitter. I do have a personal Twitter. I don't really tweet from there much, though. I'm not big into Twitter. But I think I'm going to start tweeting more, just start, you know, talking more, getting more involved in the film community. I love the film community. I love films. So just, you know, the Oscars was just on uh yesterday and i was tweeting from <laughs> the lights out horror pod uh podcast twitter account i was tweeting about um these oscar movies which i don't know maybe my followers are probably like what <laughs> since it's more of a you know horror podcast base but i do watch pretty much all films to be honest you know horror i love horror films but it's kind of just you know a small area of films that i watch so yeah i think you know follow me there and you can kind of get more of my personal opinions on films and just basically everything i'm watching and yeah I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. So hope you guys are doing good. Hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Also, follow me on Letterboxd at KJ Steiner. It's also where I post what I'm watching. And yep, until next time, hope you guys check out some horror films. Check out Blood Vessel and Boys from County Hell. I'll check you guys out next time. Bye-bye.